Welcome to Conversations for the Soul. I'm Anita, a personal development enthusiast. And I'm Sasha, psychologist and someone who is always searching for the answers. <laughs> <laughs> Today we have a great topic, one that I'm really, really excited about. Um, one that I think I love reading about and I think it's uh, critical in any self-development journey that we can take. Yeah, I need to do a lot of search for these uh, <laughs> topics and it's really interesting to see all the different new, like nuances and the sides of it. <laughs> so what's it is the topic about? <laughs> <laughs> so today we'll talk about um, self-confidence and self-esteem. It's really like it's really hard to understand what's the difference between them. Like uh, even though like we talked about it, and trying to explain, we, it's, the, this difference it's so blurred, it's so like thin, and uh, we're really sometimes thinking about like self-confidence and in the end talk about self-esteem and it's, I think it's good for us to understand what's the, the difference and what we're talking about and then it will uh, help us to work on it. Yeah, because if we don't know what they are, how can we work on yeah. them? You know, when you think you're lacking self-confidence, whereas what you need to work on is self-esteem, but you know, you don't even know the difference, then I think we're a bit lost and this is probably where a lot of our listeners will be because this is where I was. So I can speak from um, experience. Okay, so let's uh, find out. So, <laughs> for example, what's uh, self-confidence? <laughs> so self-confidence is the belief that I can do or I can succeed in a specific undertaking. Um, so the, let's start by giving examples. Mm -hmm. uh, I am confident in my cooking abilities. I am confident in my listening skills. Self-confidence tends to be attached to a specific area in our lives. And the good thing is, I think all of us are self-confident in a lot of different areas. So self-confidence, it's not an overall view, but rather it's specific to different talents, to different skills, to different undertakings. Um, and as I said, most of us have this. So if you actually think about the things in your life, you will find a lot of areas where you are confident. Maybe you're confident in your driving skills. Maybe you're confident in a specific area of your work. There will be areas that you are confident. So, so you mean basically it's the areas which we can do good. So it's something about yeah. our things, how we can do something so it's, uh, about our skills. Exactly, as you said, how we can succeed. Areas in which we are, we see ourselves as successful. Okay. So, for, for example, if I found out that I have some problems in the self-confidence and I was doing some stuff, so I'm not confident mm -hmm. there. So what uh, exactly can I do in order to help myself? So let's talk about how to improve self-confidence, um, which I think will answer your question, because if we're not confident in a specific area, maybe that's okay. We don't have to be confident in everything. But I think maybe the more important question is how to improve our self-confidence. Uh, number one, I think, is noticing the things that you are good at. Because as I said, there are areas that you are good at. There has to be. You know, we, we all have talents, skills, things that we can do, things that we've worked on, we've achieved, we've accomplished. So notice, notice the things that you're good at. And then understand 
your abilities and have faith in them. So this is point number two, very important. Have faith in your abilities. There are a lot of times when we think we are good at something, but maybe we're comparing ourselves to others. Or maybe we're remembering that one situation where the feedback wasn't as positive as we want it to be. And therefore we think, but am I really confident in my cooking skills, for example? Maybe because you've burnt something once, maybe because you weren't even paying attention, you know? So having faith in your abilities, like, okay, you know that you are good at something. And if you've consistently been good at something, then that is an area where you can choose to be confident in. And there will be a lot of voices in our heads that sort of blur this image, you know. The, the, we always are our worst enemy when it comes to confidence. Exactly. Wow. That's, so, that's so true. Like if you're remembering that one time when you didn't succeed at doing this thing that you actually think you should be confident in, maybe try to respond to yourself with loving kindness saying, but actually, hold on, statistically speaking, you know, there has been those three times that I've been good at this. So that one time shouldn't really blur my vision. We should really be able to look ourselves in the eye and say, okay, come on, like statistically exactly. speaking. Exactly. <laughs> Why? Wow, I can really relate to that. For example, to bring this, something that's really like uh, important for me right now is uh, studying a new language. So mm-hmm. I'm... Uh, Spoken in Hebrew here, and I'm studying, and I, of course, on the way I'm doing, uh, making a lot of mistakes, mm-hmm. a lot, maybe even more than I do right now in English. So, but it's <laughs> another topic next time. <laughs> okay, and uh, and sometimes I noticing that I'm making a lot of mistakes. It's hard for me. Sometimes I really lose this uh, self confidence, mm-hmm. but when I stop myself and I think that I'm working in Hebrew and I have like, every day so many conversations in a very high like professional field in Hebrew and I somehow I managed to understand and I managed to express myself and people do understand me and when I uh, like pay attention on all these moments that I, I really do good and I really like uh, reach the this point of like been working and doing my work good enough this kind it helps me to uh, to get more confident in this field you know it's like it's basically exactly what you said where we put you know our attention and we do, but it's also our choice to put the attention to stay and okay, okay wait for it it's like this this and that sometimes our friends help us it's mm. also very helpful <laughs> you know to put our attention but i believe we need to do it by ourselves and really take it and believe it okay now on this level and uh, to have really faith in this ability and then okay now I'm here but in the week or month or year I'm going to be even better and just needs time and needs mm-hmm. practice I think this is a perfect example for two reasons one um, just to underline uh, uh, Sasha's Hebrew is amazing no <laughs> oh, she, she her Hebrew is really good I just got a compliment <laughs> And um, this is a perfect example because I, as an outsider, can see that this is an area where she should be confident because she's really good at this. And yet she's she's giving examples of um, situations in which she wasn't per- perhaps performing the way she wanted to. And therefore, this is clouding her vision on her understanding of her Hebrew level. So number one, it's it's really good because it's it's showing how we can blur our own vision and number two it's it's a great example to show that um 
we need to work on seeing that we are good we it's it yes it is as i said in the first point yes it is about the responses we get and and that is an input into our view but then we need to work on putting the focus back to the full reality the full picture okay so now that we've discussed the first two um points on how to improve which um as we said is noticing the things we're good at and having faith in ourselves seeing the bigger picture uh the final one is trying new things trying things that are outside our comfort zones trying to stretch ourselves because you know what when you try something new and you succeed you can see that you have this innate ability into investing your time into something and being good at it or at least not failing at it and and this is a perfect way to work on self confidence because on one hand i think it is easier than you know battling yourself trying to put your focus into the things you're good at and trying to value them and and trying to have faith in yourself it's it's easier most of the times to try something new and not to fail at it miserably so i suggest doing all three of the steps but this is also a good option i think trying something new and and seeing yeah but it's also i feel it's very hard It's, yeah, it's, you think yeah, it's harder? For me, yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. For me, it's very hard to do something new because this idea of you can fail, it's very hard to take, like, sometimes. Mm. And, uh, but it's also kind of, if you fail, it's totally fine. Mm-hmm. You don't uh, have to succeed after first time you do something completely new. It's kind of even weird if you, like, suddenly you, like, do a masterpiece, I don't know, mm. you succeed. It's totally fine, but this idea of ourselves, because a lot of people who think about like self-confidence and self-esteem, they're like perfectionists and they have very high mm-hmm. like expectation from, from our, themselves. Mm-hmm. So this idea of failing, it's super scary. So I think this uh, like way or certain to improve, it's hard. It's like challenging. You're right. But uh, but it's very important. It's very important to have this experience that mm. I tried something new. And I tried to stretch myself. And try to stretch myself. First of all, I did try. Mm. And it's very important. So I kind of overcome my fear. And I'm trying. And I'm open to this unknown. Mm. This unknown future of fail or success or something mm. in the middle, whatever. And it's... In the end, it doesn't matter, but I'm open to this and it gives a lot for us. And here, I think it's even if we're going to fail, it's also fine. And it uh, gives us an experience to fail normally, to like mm, take it. To experience fail, failure. Failure and then continue to start doing that or trying another new things and it's fine. I also, just as a side note, I know this isn't a topic, but I want to add that If we are um, afraid of failing, it's probably because deep inside we think we have to succeed. Maybe because if we don't succeed, we won't think of ourselves as highly. Connect back, connects mm-hmm. back to self-confidence. I like it. But also, I think 
in a situation like this, we need to remind ourselves, I don't have to be perfect. And this is something I, I am actually doing um, throughout the day, you know, I, when I'm at work, when when I'm really like approaching a, whatever, a presentation in a really like uh, scared and afraid uh, mindset, I'm trying to tell myself, you know what, worst case I failed. So what if I fail? No one is perfect. I am allowed to make mistakes. Allowing ourselves to make mistakes is, is very, very important. Yeah, very important. Okay, so now we get it clear about self-confidence. So what's the self-esteem? What's the difference? Um, okay, before we get into the difference, I'll start with the definition. Mm-hmm. Um, self-esteem is our overall view of ourself. Our intrinsic belief in our own value. It's a holistic view of what kind of a person we are. Um, Unlike self-confidence, which is in a specific field or our self-confidence, you know, can increase when we're good at a specific thing. Our self-esteem is our overall view um, of of ourself and our qualities and and of who we are. Um, And I want to explain this with a grading system that I've used to explain to Sasha before. Mm -hmm. I think it it makes great. Wait for it, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Um, So this is how I understand it. We um, look at our own qualities and then we say um, this quality is worth plus two. This quality is worth minus three. This quality is worth plus 20. This quality is worth plus one, etc., etc. And then we do like an overall sum of all of these numbers. And then we say I am worth 10, whatever. I am worth three. I am a person of 100. I, but she is a person of 400. Obviously, we don't do this knowingly. Obviously, we don't every single time we notice something about ourselves, we don't give it a, a grade. But I think that this grading system is something that happens maybe subconsciously mm-hmm. and definitely not in a numeric way, but the numbers help us understand it, I think. So when you look at your specific areas and then give them certain um, values, And then from looking at all of these, you get to like an overall value for yourself. It's it's important to understand that these values are subjective. You gave yourself that value. You gave your own ability, your own personality, your own whatever it is, looks, um, intelligence, uh, success, whatever it is, that value. And you know what? You give someone else in the same situation a different value. So understanding that we are giving the value helps us change the value or change our focus, which helps us change our self-esteem. I really like etymology going into the... um, meaning of a specific word so esteem is connected to estimating Mm -hmm. so basically self-esteem is how you estimate your own value you know what range would you give to yourself um and confidence comes from the latin word um fidere which which means um trust so self-confidence is how much you trust yourself with a specific ability how much you trust yourself in trying something new so going back to self-esteem how much you estimate your value i want to give more concrete examples for example you think that you are intelligent and intelligence 
is important for you eight out of ten. I'm completely making this up. Mm-hmm. Um, and whereas you think um, being a good listener is worth ten out of ten, but you are only a three out of ten in this area. And then you like look at all of these. But at the end of the day, this isn't an objective look. I really want to underline this because you look at someone else that has this thing that you don't have, for example, and you say, wow, this is very important. You mm-hmm. know, It's very important to understand that we give these values. You know why this is important to understand? Because you can work on your self-esteem if you understand that you are the giver of these numbers. These are not God-given. These are not objectively chosen exactly. by society. Um, so understand that we all are overall positive because we must be because if you hadn't been overall positive you wouldn't be contributing to the society in any way shape or form and therefore I don't think you would have the luxury to listen to this podcast so if you are (laughs) listening to this podcast I'm sure you are overall positive so we good and all of this okay <laughs> everyone in the society i think yeah sure. has the opportunity mm-hmm. to be overall good it is on us to see that we are overall good and how do we choose to see that we are overall good how do we change our own self-image about ourselves by giving the necessary importance to the things that we are good at and by saying that I am overall good. Actually, it brings a very interesting point. But if it's a choice of mm-hmm. us, you know, to give this value to, to ourselves in the, mm-hmm. in the very end. Uh, and it's, we know it's very hard and a lot of people like understanding it but struggling. So it's kind of, we have some reason unconsciously to not uh, have this choice. Like, oh, I love this. So, but, I, I also have an answer to yeah. this. <laughs> so kind of somewhere inside of us, something like uh, doesn't help us. Or... I can tell you my opinion. Mm. Evolution. We need mm. to see the things that we are not good at and we need to think that they are important so that we can improve, so that we can uh, continue living and be successful and grow and grow the human race. Evolution. I think evolution oh, is the answer to a lot of things. Um, so we, we are in a way programmed to see things that we are not good at and to think that they are important so that we keep working on ourselves. But, and this is why people don't see this, I think. If you can have an overall positive image of yourself, it's easier to work on yourself. Instead of saying, I am bad. Because if you think you are bad, you have no motivation to work on yourself. You know what? I'm not good anyways. Why would I work on myself? It's exactly what I was thinking about. Uh, uh, this choice of to see and to value yourself good. If, if it's a choice. So, and if we, if we don't do that and we're still in this you know, scenario that I'm better, I'm not worth it. Or others are better than me. Others are better than me. So kind of deep inside, we have this narrative, this story ourselves, that we are, others are better than us and we are not good enough. And we're not, we kind of not changing this story and not jumping out of this scenario. And we have uh, something that keeps us there. Mm-hmm. Something that... Uh, because it's known place, for example, if it exactly. came from childhood the or psychologist somewhere. psychologist is coming up. No. <laughs> I love it. 
So it's known place, and I know I was like uh, grown up with this that I'm not worthy. I know, and kind of I'm suffer, but it's kind of comfortable zone somewhere because I don't know any other life. Because when we're used to something, we're used it's to easy. it. Yes, it is, and also we kind of yeah. It's the way to connect with the relative, with the world outside, and with the people. Kind of if we're not good enough, and we, what feelings we trying to, um, like uh, bring mm-hmm. and uh, from other people like pitiness or something, mm-hmm. or like people gonna help us with mm-hmm. everything. So we have the real, like very very unconscious. Of course, I'm not saying it's idea and that people mm. do it in purpose. Unconscious reason why we staying there and not we're holding working. on to that. Yeah, we were, why we're holding on to that. So we, all these sounds. So it's the I think this the most difficult part to mm-hmm. jump out and to try because there is so many uh, like ways and exercises how to work on yourself. So many right now you can just find and just do it. And of course, there's going to be results, but why? But do you agree that, sorry, yeah, sure. do you agree that if we are coming from a place of positive self-esteem, a positive self-image, then it's easier to work on ourselves? Yeah, of course, because in the very beginning, if you first of all think that you're worth to love. Worth working on, worth, worth Yeah, exactly, worth working on. And if we give make connection with the self-confidence, you kind of, you already have trust in yourself in general and trust if you're going to start doing this improvement, you're going to succeed because you believe in yourself and you believe in your skills and you believe in this process in general. Mm -hmm. And I think also it's about this believing in, you have faith Mm -hmm. in your skills and your your abilities Mm -hmm. and yourself. Also, it helps you to somehow have faith in the connections you bring with the people, you make with the people, with the, like all, all the process that you have. If you start something, uh, uh, some process, I don't know, studies or something that you can't see the results immediately. Mm. And there's a lot of stuff we can't see. Exactly. But you have this faith to continue and the faith in the, this process mm-hmm. and yourself and it's, in mm-hmm. other people also it's gonna happen yeah also i think if you have a positive self-image then you can see that if you do put the work then you can get the result but if you don't necessarily see your positives as important as your negatives which as i said most of us do then probably you don't think it's worth investing in yourself yeah exactly and so, okay, we talked about the seven themes. So, what we, what exactly we can do? What's uh, methods we can if we finally on this place, but we really do want to work on ourselves mm-hmm. and to improve and ourselves and so, what we're we gonna do? I think there are um, again um, similar to self confidence in three steps in um, improving our self esteem. Number one, focus on the good in you. Why do you think the things that you're not good at are more important than the things that you are good at? Right before the recording this podcast, we were just mentioning, you know, we see um, that we have, for example, amazing careers, but then we compare ourselves with someone else that's great at playing the piano. Um, and, and we just say, wow, like they're an incredible person. Okay, but they don't have the career that you have. And, and you at that moment decide that that is more important than that. Why? Start giving importance and value to the things that are good in you. 
So this is number two. So number one, focus on the good in you. Know that you are overall good because everyone is. And two, value the good. Know that this is a choice. Know that you are deciding what's important for you. And give importance to the things that you already have. Why not? Why are those any less important than the things that you don't have? Or than the things that others have? Okay, I understand it's evolutionary and we want to get to a better place. Great. But start from an already good place and then you'll get to an even better place. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, Next and final step on how to improve your self-esteem, repetition, repetition, <laughs> repetition. Similar to every other skill, we need to practice. We need to work on it. It's not easy, but it's worth it. Uh, maybe one way to repeat this, um, and I know I always talk about writing things down because this is just one of the ways that helped me. Make a list of all your good traits and start valuing them. That's it. Make a list of all your good traits and maybe look at them. You know what? I um, got this idea from a TED talk that I wanted mm-hmm. to recommend. Um, it's the skill of self-confidence from Dr. Ivan uh, Joseph. And there, the, the word repetition, repetition, repetition mm-hmm. three times is, is from him. Um, he is actually a, a sports coach. And he's saying, you know, for every skill, You practice, 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 you know, to have a better um, shoot, you have to practice shooting a ton of times. Similar to that, this is a skill that you can build. It's like a muscle that you can build. Choosing to be um, valuing yourself or your qualities, it's a muscle that you can build. And he, in that talk, says that, and, and you know, like this person that's talking is like a big muscular person. I feel like I'm going to make everyone interested in watching this after this. <laughs> like this is this big person speaking with, with a ton of confidence and big presence in this, this stage. And then he comes and says, he wrote down a list of all the things that he thinks are good about him. And on a weekly basis, he goes back to this uh, in order to re- remind himself of all the good qualities he has. And I think one reason to do this is because when we're in a place of self-doubt, we tend to forget all the good things in our minds. It's as if our mind is playing ourselves this trick, you know, it's, it's putting us into this doubt space where we can only see our negatives. And, and it's good to take out that piece of paper as a reminder that you wrote to yourself okay. to see all the things that you wrote down knowing that they are important for you. So at the end of the day, these are important for you. It's just that maybe at that moment you can't see them. So this is going to help you focus on them. R- make a list of your good traits. And, and the way he explains in this TED Talk, I highly, highly recommend. He's saying, you know, congratulate yourself for graduating from high school. Congratulate yourself for whatever, getting that job. Congratulate yourself for whatever it is. So really write it in a way to, to show that these are important to you. He doesn't say and to show your, that these are important to you, but this is my interpretation. And I think it's, it's valuable. And if you catch yourself feeling not good enough remind yourself all of these good qualities that you have review that list and repeat to yourself you don't have to be perfect what you have is good enough and all you need to be is good enough because no one is perfect and so you don't need to be perfect exactly i want to emphasize this this moment that you add about to understanding on this list Mm -hmm. like what you about your achievements Why exactly are they important? Because this, as we said before, the value we give 
mm-hmm. this one. So it's not just the list that I achieve this, but what exactly what value I give mm-hmm. and why it's important and why specifically this thing in the list, what, how it makes me feel and who it makes me, like who I am mm. that, because I achieve this. I love this. how you're saying So well. then it's, it really helps us to give, to understand why we're giving this value. Why? Mm-hmm. Because it's, we can be, I don't know, get to the top of the Everest and think it's nothing. I don't know. I'm but it happens, but it happens. It happens. We can, I don't know, do amazing things. And the other people will be shocked and value so much. But for us, for some reason, we don't value. And it's, it's also fine if we don't. But we need, we have to, to find something that's really important for us and very deep inside. Mm-hmm. And we understand why, why, why this achievement, how it's make me feel. Maybe there was a lot of like, you know, inner conflicts or I worked so hard for it. I wanted so much. Or it, uh, it was helping someone or me or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when we understand this value for ourselves, it helps us to keep this achievement in the list and to mm-hmm. remember it and to be connect, really connected to it. Mm-hmm. And also, I think this is important to show ourselves that what are our own values. Exactly. You know, I'm a management consultant and when we're consulting businesses, we always help them, you know, make a list of what are the things that they want to accomplish, what are their values. And without looking at those, how can at the end of a single project or any project, we can say you have achieved what you wanted to achieve. If you don't have the values written down, how are you expected to achieve them? And how are you supposed to be proud of yourself when you do achieve them? Exactly. So write down what's important to you. Yeah. When you don't know what to achieve. Exactly. Like, what do you know? Is it achievement or not if you don't know? Exactly. It's like how I know that I like, come to the place that I need to and know what's... You know what way to go. It's like exactly. in uh, Alice in Wonderland. You know? exactly. exactly the question. Exactly. So okay, we talked about what's uh, self uh, confidence and what's uh, self esteem. What exactly the difference between them? How we can really separate these two mm-hmm. like notions and understand which one is going mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> um, most of the times when we say I want to be more self confident, I think we mean I want to be. Mm-hmm. I want to have a healthier self-esteem. Um, but it's important to mention that we can have high self-confidence and low self-esteem and the other way around. And I will give examples of that. But before that, I want to take a step back and I want to summarize these big concepts with a very small um, sentence. Self-confidence is I can, whereas self-esteem is I am. Self-confidence is in a specific output, it's more action-oriented, it's, it's more tangible in the real world. Whereas self-esteem is, I am, who am I, my overall view of myself. Maybe self-esteem consists of all the little pieces that you refer to in the self-confidence and then how much you value them. So self-confidence, I'm repeating, is I can. And self-esteem is I am. Okay, so as I mentioned, we can have high self-esteem and low um, self-confidence and the other way around. Um, An example of this could be if you know that you are good at cooking, you are good at listening. I know I'm always giving the same examples, but I'm just trying to find very common examples that will be applicable to 
a wide range of people. If you think that you are good at um, specific things like cooking, driving, listening, oh, like by, uh, public speaking. Public. Mm, this is actually a hard one. I think a lot it's of hard, one, but it's very interesting in this example. I think because it's hard. A lot of people really struggle with it, mm-hmm. but there is people who have experience of mm-hmm. about repetition and mm-hmm. their work. They did reach the level that they feel confident about mm-hmm. public speaking, or maybe they're teachers or mm-hmm. don't know, give lectures and so on. So they feel confident about that, about this field, and it's not a problem for them. And they know that they can succeed, even if there's going to be like, uh, I don't know, five people or 10 or 100 mm-hmm. or listening to them. But it doesn't necessarily mean that their overall mm. self-esteem about themselves, about the, in general, how they can connect with other people or how they build relationship with other mm. people is good. So, so uh, maybe you're giving an even better example than me. If you've achieved something amazing, you can still not have a good overall image about yourself. Um, I had a mentor um, mm-hmm. from my previous company and she was an incredibly successful woman. And yet I saw that she didn't have an overall positive image of herself. Um, she has accomplished so much and yet she was saying but that friend of mine has a family and she got married and I don't and therefore she was feeling not so great about herself on the other hand you know I was this mentee of hers looking at her with you know like thinking of her very highly if she looked at her the way I looked at her she would have you know a very healthy self-esteem so you can have high self-confidence You can have confidence in certain abilities and yet not have an overall positive image. What about the other way around? Can you have a healthy self-esteem and uh, not a high self-confidence in confidence in certain areas? It feels like it's more difficult yeah. somehow. Yeah. So, because there is idea for having general people like... In general, uh, if you think we, you're good enough, you're good enough. You kind of, it's easy to, you know, yeah, to guess that uh, in some specific like... What I, I can do, mm-hmm. I, I can do. Mm-hmm. But uh, in some you know, fields, of course, it's, I think it's natural. Uh, for example, if I feel like I'm good enough and I have overall good self-esteem, if someone come to me and say, okay, let's do, I don't know, uh, like surfing. S- surfing. <laughs> like, uh, and never done before. Like, So I, I can't be really confident about mm-hmm. this. So that I can, the first time it's going to be amazing. Of course, I will mm-hmm. have some doubts. I, mean, mm-hmm. I will be afraid or feel it's not going to succeed or it's going to be hard or something. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I will not agree at all. Mm-hmm. But in general, I kind of I tend to think if in the overall I feel mm-hmm. like capable, mm-hmm. that I'm good mm-hmm. enough and I'm genuinely capable of mm-hmm. stuff, of doing stuff. So I kind of can try, mm-hmm. but not necessarily say that I'm good in this yeah, field. Yeah, I like this example. Um, I think that's all we wanted to yeah. cover. Um, very interesting topic. I love like, this topic. How we try, try to like, search and separate it. It did a great job with all the research <laughs> and this because it was a very complicated thing. It was for my own selfish reasons. I wanted to work on this. <laughs> It's very interesting to start to, to understand. And I think when we really try to understand all this, uh, I don't know, 
uh, topics and ideas and feel in the end the feelings that we have inside. So the next time when it's gonna happen or we will feel in the moments like not confident about something, we're gonna remember it, try to analyze it, try to, to look at it a little bit from the different you know perspective and not just be reactive mm-hmm. and not just kind of be overwhelmed mm-hmm. with the feeling. So as we always do, I want to do like a one minute um, summary of um, all of these concepts. Self-confidence is a view uh, of or the belief that I can do and succeed in an undertaking. Taking Um, It can be summarized as I can. Self-esteem is our overall view of ourselves, our intrinsic belief in our own value. Um, and it can be summarized as I am. And if we want to work on self-confidence, notice what we're good at, uh, have faith in them, um, and try new things. Uh, if we want to improve our self-esteem, focus on the good in ourselves, um, value the good. So the, do the mindset shift to see all the different goods qualities that you have and then value them and repeat 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 be mindful (laughs) see when you're uh, focusing on your negatives and then try to take a step back in your mind and say i have good qualities um and i hope that was helpful the i just want to repeat the ted talk that i mentioned that i think helped me um in case you missed it because i think i said it very quickly um the ted talk is called the skill of self-confidence from dr ivan uh, joseph and also there was a youtube talk that i watched uh, that really helped me understand the difference between self-esteem and self-confidence um, from julia christina counseling you can look for her with that name on youtube and the name of the video that helped me was self-esteem and self-confidence what's the difference i hope that was helpful i really enjoyed this yeah me too i really enjoyed this conversation uh thanks for listening see you next time bye